بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to another edition of the program الفكر على المذاهب الأربعة that is jurisprudence according to the four schools of thought My name is Muhammad Musa Bera and with me in the Johannesburg studios is Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah for the past few weeks we've been discussing issues of nikah and today we have actually changed the subject slightly but this time we talk about divorce, talaq. Mufti Sabi move over to the first question and it reads is talaq encouraged or discouraged in Islam? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. نحمده ونصلي على رسول الكريم أما بعد all praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of this universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم Islam is a complete and comprehensive code of life and religion and gives us guidelines on every aspect of human life. Hence, when we speak of nikah, obviously both parties should try their level best to maintain and sustain their marriage. And when there are the when there is turbulence or when there are problems in that marriage, then too the Quran advocates and teaches us wasuluhu khair that reconciliation is the best. However, if as a last resort the husband wishes to divorce his wife, regarding that Nabi alayhi salatu salam said, "Abghadul mubahati ilallah." the most detested and most hated and abhorred uh, thing which is permissible in the sight of Almighty Allah at-talaq is divorce so it shows it is permissible but must only be utilized as a last resort therefore Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu used to say that when a person issues that divorce and talaq ihtazza bihi arshur rahman then the arsh and the throne of Almighty Allah azawajalla shakes so it shows that what the seed thing it is so our aim always should be to try and mend fences and not to break fences Jazakallah Mufti Sahib we move over to the next question is there any specific way what steps does one take before giving talaq we would say in Islam there are many many issues that a person should address and not even think of talaq at that point because you are now two people who are virtually strangers to one another and now you are going to live in the same room, in the same house, share so many things together. So all these are issues which we need to be magnanimous at heart and in that way inshallah Almighty Allah Azza would bring about that peace, prosperity and love between the couple. Let us take both the issues from the Quran. Almighty Allah addresses and tells us, Wallati takhafuna nushuzahunna. That those women you fear, they are being rebellious, disobedient. So you as a husband, what should you do? You don't go and broadcast it to everybody. Fa'iduhunna. You go and advise her, admonish her. Now if we analyze this word, Fa'iduhunna, what does it mean? It means such advice that melts our heart and softens the heart. That's the meaning of wa'az. And if that is not effective, you tried it one month, two months, and still it's not helping, وَهْجُرُوهُنَّ فِي الْمَدَاجِ 
then you separate the beds. That means you withhold the conjugal rights. You do not fulfill the rights of the wife to show her that you disapprove of her actions or of her speech. So that is how you solve the problems among yourself. Still, you have not involved anybody from outside. And uh, you do not go and tell everybody, I'm sleeping in a separate bed or in a separate room. This is between husband and wife. So you keep all these matters between you and your wife. And if that also is not effective, Wadribu Hun, the Quran says that you can hit her. Hit does not mean wife battering or assaulting her or hitting her on the face. All that is haram is not permissible. Wala tadribil waj, Nabi said you cannot hit on the face. Hitting here means a slight hitting. That also is discouraged but permissible. And that is you take a miswak or a ruler and you just hit her slightly on the hand. That is what the modern day they call shock therapy. So that is what is meant by that. So it is not what people want to now say the Qur'an is allowed, Allah forbid, wife battering or assaulting the wife. Definitely that is not meant here. And the hadith of Nabi Alayhi is made it clear. So these are three steps that already the husband should try and implement. And this is between husband and wife only. Failing all this, now it's obvious that the husband, there might be children involved. He does not just want to break the house. So what should you do? Maybe the wife also is greatly concerned. So in the khiftum Quran says, now the fourth step, you fear that this marriage would disintegrate and break. You appoint an arbitrator from her side, from the husband's side and from the wife's side. And then they should act on behalf of the husband and wife. Quran says, yurida islaha. Still the Quran is giving us hope and is giving us that mindset that we need to be positive. If these two arbitrators are people who want to reconcile, Almighty Allah will send His unseen help. What a great encouragement and a motivation Almighty Allah is giving us here in this verse here. So it shows four steps already. So talaq could only be the first step. And today, because people are angry, people do not know the Islamic law, or because people just go into their moods, they just issue talaq. So it shows that we are going against the very wisdom and system of Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla. Turn the whole scenario the other way around. The wife, now she sees the signs that her husband is being a rebel and he is a deserting her, he's not really loving her and maybe he's found someone else or he just got fed up with his wife and his marriage. So all that. So what does Quran say? There is no sun upon them in reconciling. It shows the wife should try her level best to try and reconcile and we know what is the wisdom because most of the time there are children involved so it is not one person one individual's life there are so many other people's life who would have an, it would have an impact upon it and affect it so therefore from the wife's side the wife's family side they should try their level best to try and reconcile Hamnia marriage we know that the marriage was on the rocks the husband was in the docks and today they are living happily because the wife's side play made um, that their aim and objective exactly what the Quran said we're going to reconcile we will not call our daughter back home and take her away home so that is what the Quran says these should be the steps taken before divorce and if all this fail as a last last resort then the husband can give and could give the talaq and the divorce Jazakallah Muftisab Muftisab must divorce be written or can it be said verbally according to the four schools of thought 
According to the four schools of thought, both talaq should be totally valid as long as the person that he knows that he is mature, he's sane, and now he utters this word. So it could be in any language. And for example, Mr. ABC tells his wife XYZ that he is divorcing her or he has divorced her. The words he would use are in the present tense or in the past tense, but not in the future tense. If it is in the future tense, that divorce would not be valid. Similarly, it could be written as well, and whether the wife is present or whether the wife is not there, in both instances, that talaq would be valid. So it shows that talaq and divorce can be given in a writing or could be uttered, and in both ways, according to all four schools, that talaq would be valid and it would be acceptable and it would be effective immediately. Uh, one issue I would just like to clarify here, Hafsab, is that many a time people think about talaq. You know, the shaitan is always with each one of us. You was with Sufi Sudurin Nas. He wants to create doubt and suspicion in our hearts. So sometimes the husband just thinks about divorce. So does that have any impact on the marriage? No, the marriage is still valid and there's no problem with that. Nabi alayhi in a wonderful hadith said, Inna Allah tajawaz an ummati, O verily almighty Allah has forgiven my ummah, ma lam yuhadith o ya'mal o kama qala alayhi as long as that person does not utter and speak of it or does not carry it out, does not write it for example or carry out that action. So it shows that Till the person has not written it out or the person has not uttered it, till then no divorce would be valid. And the same token that if a person uttered talaq or he wrote it out, but in a future tense, for example, Mr. ABC wrote a letter to his wife, he will divorce her. He wrote, I will divorce you. So that divorce would not be valid because it is in the future tense. So that means intention and near, is, a, is it that a condition for, 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 for talaq? Regarding intention and niyyah, we need to be very, very careful when we speak of the different types of words that are uttered by the husband. So we say that the words, the talaq, are two types. One is sarih. Sarih means explicit, clear-cut words. In Arabic, if a person tells his wife talaq, she knows the meaning and he knows the meaning. He knows what he uttered or if he wrote it out. Or, for example, in English, that a person wrote out the word divorce. So that's the only meaning. It doesn't have any other meaning of eating or drinking. So it means that now this person has finished up that marriage and the divorce and the talaq is valid now. Or in Afrikaans, for example, khaskei. So these words are considered to be explicit and clear-cut words. Once the husband has uttered or written down clear-cut explicit words, then la yahtaju ilaniya, these words and the utterance or the writing of the husband are not dependent on an intention and niya that the law could be effective immediately. Because they are clear-cut words. And uh, when a person utters words that are implicit words, words that have several meanings and connotations, there we will refer and ask the husband what did he mean. Let's take a few examples. The husband tells his wife, you pack up and take your bags and go to your parents' home. Get out of this house. Or other words, obviously we cannot utter all those words sometimes which husband use, the crude remarks they made and the vulgar language, Allah forbid, that they use. Now that person is in his rage or in anger or argument and he used the type of words. So what happens in a case like that? We say that we will ask that husband that what was his intention at that time. 
if he says that his intention was talaq, then the talaq would be valid. According to the Hanafi school, it is a serious issue. It is talaq a buy-in when implicit and unclear words are used. So, for example, Mr. ABC told his wife, get out, pick up your bags, go to your mother's house. And when we asked him after his anger subsided, he said, yes, he meant talaq. According to the Hanafi scholars, one talaq a buy-in would take place. That means one irrevocable divorce. He cannot take her back in the Iddat. He cannot take her back after the expiry of the Idda, but they have to perform a fresh and new nikah. So it shows the implications are very, very severe and grave, the consequences. And in the case of one talaq, a raj'i, or the words that are explicit and clear-cut, there it will be one talaq, a raj'i, a revocable divorce, where the husband can take his wife back in the idda period without renewing the nikah and without making a fresh nikah. That is for the idda period, because Quran says, the husband has the right of taking his wife back if the intention is to reconcile. That is in the Idda period. So, and but according to Shafi'i rahimahullah, when the husband uses words that are kinaya, that are implicit words, and if he made intention of talaq, still it would be considered as one talaq raj'i. That is a revocable divorce according to Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah. So, the question was, Hafsab, that what about the intention and niyyah? To sum it up, we would say, in clear-cut and explicit words, where the word has meant the connotation and meaning of divorce, there we would not even bother and wonder to ask that person, the husband, what was his intention because the word itself is telling us what he meant. And where the words are implicit and unclear words, there we will refer to him. And if he says, no, I do not make any intention, I just said these words, but I did not make intention of talaq. So what intention he say, I don't know. In a case like that, the marriage would be valid and the talaq would not take place, the divorce would not take place. However, we need to tell that husband if he's lying in front of us human beings mortals he can escape but tomorrow in the divine court in front of almighty Allah there's accountability and it could become very serious if a person made intention of talaq and is lying then means he could be living in sin so these are all serious implications Jazakallah Mufti Sab. If you just join us, the program is called Al-Fiqh Al-Madahib Al-Arba'ah, that is jurisprudence according to the four schools of thought and today we're discussing an issue called divorce, talaq. We move over to the next question. Mufti Sab, how many types of talaq are there? Basically, there are three types of talaq and the first one is known as talaq raj'i. Talaq raj'i, the Quran speaks about it, at-talaq marratan, that talaq is two times. What does it mean two times? It means a husband told his wife that he has given her divorce talaq. So that's once. So in the Iddat period, Iddat period is the three menstrual cycles after the divorce according to the Hanafi and Hanbali scholars or the three periods of cleanliness after the divorce according to Imam Malik and Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah. So in that duration, this husband has the right of taking his wife back without renewing the marriage. So that is the verdict according to all the scholars. So that is talaq raji. Thus you can do it once, you can do it twice. So if the husband divorced his wife in 2002 and now Allah forbid he divorced her in 2005, so this will be considered as a second talaq that is revocable. And that the, what will be the definition? The husband divorces his wife with explicit words, clear-cut words. So that is talaq raji. 
The second type, we are discussing the different types of talaq, would be talaq ba'in. Talaq ba'in means irrevocable. So either the husband tells his wife that he is giving her one talaq ba'in. So normally when people have a problem, the couples, and there's no way out but divorce, the ulama and the scholars and jurors normally advise them to write that out. So the husband will write out, Mr. So-and-so, he gave his wife one talaq in. What is the benefit for the wife? She is out of the clutches of the husband now, and she cannot, she doesn't have to go back to the husband. And if both parties want to reconcile in the idda period or after the expiry of the idda, a new and fresh nikah must be performed, new witnesses, new mahar, and everything else. So that is talaq ba'in. So that would be irrevocable. So what is the difference here? That in talaq the husband can take his wife back without a renewing the nikah. And in talaq ba'in, a new nikah must be performed. And for the benefit for the husband is, when he gave one talaq ba'in, if and when they reconcile in future, then she does not have to get married to anybody else. So that is beneficial to both parties. Therefore, they say one talaq ba'in. This, and talaq ba'in either will take place by uttering or writing the word talaq ba'in, or by using implicit and unclear words and making intention of talaq, according to the Hanafis, a talaq ba'in will take place. According to Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, still it would be talaq raj'i. The third one is the one that's very, very serious. It's sad and tragic, but that's the one that people use today. It is sinful. The person in Sayyidina Umar radiallahu time, when a person uttered the triple divorce, the talaq mughallaza or the talaq bid'ah, is it called by some ulama. So what happens is that a person utters triple divorce, the three divorce, one time in one gathering, in one place. So he tells his wife that he gave her talaq, 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 or he says that he has given her three talaq. So this, uh, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu used to punish the husbands used to do that, as mentioned in the Sunan of Sa'id bin Mansur. So that's one issue. It is sinful to do so. And the next issue is, the, what is the ruling of it? Quran says, فَإِن تَلَّقَهَا If the husband has divorced his wife the third time, فَلَا تَحِلُّ لَهُ She is not halal for him. The uh, woman is not halal for the husband. In future, till she gets married again to another person. So it shows that the husband, A, divorced his wife, three divorced, that is sinful, but the talaq is effective. Second one is that after that iddad, now she gets married. Now it must be a proper marriage, not just a mock marriage, that for one hour and half an hour, one day, and then the second husband divorces her. Nabi alayhi sallam may curse the parties who do that, as mentioned in Tirmidhi. This second husband must consummate the marriage on that there's consensus on all four schools. It cannot just be a nikah, the ijab and kabul, the proposal and acceptance and fine, no. It must be consummated. That's a punishment for the husband for uttering the triple divorce. So that is the wisdom behind it. And then when that husband dies, the second husband, then she goes into idda, then she will be halal for the first husband. Or if that second husband divorces her after 5, 10, 20 years. So it shows they cannot have this arranged marriage of one hour and half an hour in one day. That is null and void. So these are the different types of divorces. And at this point we need to mention also that if the husband divorces his wife while she is in menses, it's wrong to do so, but that talaq could also be valid. 
Jazakallah, Mufti Sab. Mufti Sab, what is the correct procedure? How should one go about divorcing his wife? As we mentioned, the husbands, all of them, should try and abstain from uttering divorce, the word talaq, or from writing it out. But as a last resort, if he has to do it, the whole Quran, the whole surah chapter has been revealed about this in the 28th Jews, surah to talaq. Almighty Allah says, Ya ayyuan nabi, idha tuallaqtumun nisa, fatulliquhunna li'iddatihinna. O Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is to honor the masterpiece be upon him. Now Allah addresses the ummah, idha tuallaqtum, when you the ummah divorce your wife. So it shows that the ummah would do so. Idha tuallaqtumun nisa, fatulliquhunna so divorce them in that iddat period, meaning so the iddat can start immediately. So the proper procedure and method of divorcing is you give one divorce, one issue. Second, in the period of cleanliness, not in the state of menses. And in that period of cleanliness, where the husband and wife have not fulfilled their conjugal rights. So there are three or four issues here. One, it should be one divorce. Second, it should be in the period of cleanliness, not in the time of menses. Third one is the husband and wife have not fulfilled their conjugal rights. And fourth one, look at the beauty of Quran. That Quran says, if you're keeping your wife, then for imsaakum bima'arufin. That keep her with equity and justice. So meaning treat her well, treat her as a special lady. She's your wife. She's the mother of your children. And if things cannot work out, that when the whole world they take their divorces to the courts and the press and there's much slinging and the dirty linen is uh, you know made public Quran is teaching as a golden rule now you divorce your wife that you separate with ihsan in a beautiful manner so when you divorce you give a gift to your wife also so that is known as muta muta means that the husband even at that time it is my fault it is something let all let us forgive one another allah knows who's right who's wrong take this gift so that is how you separate islamically jazakallah mufti sahab carrying on the same subject of divorce can a wife divorce a husband Yes, this has become a very contentious issue nowadays, especially with the people who speak about gender equality and all the rights are equal and whatever else. We need to understand three or four things before answering this question. Number one is, Quran said, The wives have the similar amount and same amount of rights over the husbands, and the rights the husband have, the wife has the, uh, almost similar rights. And then the Quran says, daraja." But the men, the husbands, have one rank and one degree above them. So the rank of leadership, that you are the captain, you are the amir, not the amir, the dictator. Second one is that you have the right of talaq. The Quran says, in his hand, the husband's then is the knot of nikah. So that is mentioned. Third one is, can a wife divorce the husband? Yes, she can divorce the husband if there was an agreement. Now Mr. A is marrying the lady B, and when they marry, so what happens is, at that time they made a condition. That wife said that I will marry you, she told her husband, provided you make tafweedut talaq. Tafweedut talaq means that he hands over the right of divorce to her as well. So what does it mean? He can divorce her and she can divorce herself.
So when we say she can't divorce the husband, actually she has that right that is vested with her from the husband's side, that if this marriage turns sour, or he is hitting her, abusing her, or he have an affair or whatever, so they make that mutual condition, then she will walk away from his marriage and divorce herself from him. So that would be permissible, there would be no problem. But that is provided the husband agrees to it. So both parties agree to it, and obviously an agreement like this is better, it is in writing and have witnesses, so that afterwards there is no problem after five or ten years or whatever else. Jazakallah, Mufti Sahib. Mufti Sahib, you mentioned the triple divorce. Can you tell us more about the triple divorce? Regarding the triple divorce, as I mentioned, it is something that today's community and society are using. And the easy example of it is, Allah has given you, the husbands, the gun with three bullets. So if you have to use the bullet, use one bullet. Why must you go and use the third one and use all three bullets? Once you pull the trigger and the bullets are come out, so finish, you cannot bring back the bullets here. They are utilized. Similarly, talaq, when the husband utters three divorces or he writes it out, now they come to the ulama, they go to the organizations, ulama organizations, and they are crying, they are children. I know of incidents where a person divorced his wife, tried the triple divorce, then we explained to him the masla. He came the next day. He said no, that the talaq is not valid. So I asked him why. He said no. He was in the state of napaki, meaning that he was napak. He needed a gusel. He was not clean. He needed a gusel. So people try and use every trick in the book to come out of it because now they realize the implications. But it's too late now. Obviously the talaq is valid. Sometimes they tell you no. There were no witnesses. Therefore it's not valid. Sometimes they tell you the wife is in mention. Sometimes they will tell you it is in a fit of anger. So these are all excuses we are trying to now just save ourselves. How when a person performs wudu, it's compulsory to learn the masail and the rulings that break the wudu. Similarly, when a person gets married, it's compulsory upon him to learn. You don't have to become an alim or a mufti or a great person in that sense to know all the maslas and verdicts, but the basic rulings you need to know of what nullifies and breaks the nikah that is compulsory and incumbent upon the husband. So one is education. Second one is to add the shaitan's aim. That Quran says he always wants to cause the, uh, a breakup and he wants to cause these marriages to end up in divorce and in Sahih Muslim is mentioned that the Iblis he has a meeting every day at sunset at Maghrib time and when that small shaitan his crony tells him I cause separation between husband and wife for Tazamahu he embraces him so so happy they are they are rejoicing now imagine we played right into the hands of the shaitan Jazakallah Mufti Sahib. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have today on the program. Al-Fiqh al-Madahib al-Arba'a, that is jurisprudence according to the four schools of thought. From myself, Muhammad Musa Bera, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain, it's Fi Amanillah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.